Hello, and welcome to American Road Trip Talk. My name is Foster Brown, your host. 200 years ago this summer, the War of 1812 secured Detroit for the United States and gave us our national anthem, the Star-Spangled Banner, among many other historic milestones. Its battles were fought from the steamy bayous of Louisiana to the expanse of Baltimore's harbor and the inland seas of the Great Lakes, where we pick up our story today. In the spring edition of American Road Magazine, a Tunnel Vision article entitled Walking the War of 1812 described the walking tours developed by the Great Lakes Seaway Trail Association based in Sackett's Harbor, New York. My guest today is Kurt Schumacher, the Director of Business Relations for the group. He has lots of details about these unique walking tours developed for the nearly 500-mile-long area bordering the St. Lawrence Seaway and other special events that you're going to want to put on your summer travel calendar. But before we join our guest, we'd like to thank Springfield, Illinois, for sponsoring this American Road Trip Talk. History comes alive June 8th through September 2nd in Springfield, Illinois. It's time travel fun for the whole family. For more about great getaway packages, call 800-545-7300 or go to visit SpringfieldIllinois.com. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. In the spring issue of American Road Magazine, we covered a story about an exciting series of walks that people are taking in the great northeast of the United States along the Great Lakes Seaway Trail. And with me today to talk about some other events that are taking place in that area right now in celebration of a very important event is Kurt Schumacher. Kurt is the Director of Business Relations for the Great Lakes Seaway Trail. And Kurt, thank you very much for joining us here on American Road Trip Talk. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I know when we talked to you before, you folks have got this incredible program of these Volks marches or, or little routes that people can walk and they can get badges and everything else like that that help people to see that wonderful area of the country along the St. Lawrence Seaway. But you've got something very special going on right now around an extraordinary historic event. Why don't you talk about that? Right now we are getting ready to commemorate the bicentennial of the War of 1812. And actually the walks that you have mentioned are part of our bicentennial commemoration. They're actually 1812-themed walks. So they're in uh, nine communities along the Great Lakes Seaway Trail that have uh, specific history related to the War of 1812. And uh, the idea with those walks is to get people out and walk the communities and learn a little bit about the history that happened there. Um, in addition, you have a larger project that we're working on to promote the War of 1812. We're working on a new uh, guidebook about the War of 1812 that will tell about the, the history of the War of 1812 and specifically the historic events that happened along the Great Lakes Seaway Trail. Uh, we're also creating new uh, outdoor storyteller signs. These are interpretive signs that will be located uh, along the byway and uh, spots where the 1812 history happened so that travelers who are traveling on the Great Lakes Seaway Trail can stop and get out and uh, read these signs and learn about what happened there. I think your plan is absolutely ingenious, by the way, Kurt, because it's it's not just, you know, drive by, but really stop, get out of the car, and enjoy the beauty of that area, and also learn about the history there. Absolutely. You know, we want people to get out. We want them to experience all that we have to offer, and the history is one of the big drawing points that, that bring people to the Great Lakes Seaway Trail. There's a lot of uh, great history, and the War of 1812 is certainly one of those things that people will be interested in. Kurt, I know that you folks have used something called geocaching, and for the sake of uh, people who are listening to this who may not be familiar with that, tell us a little bit about what it is and, and the ingenious way it gets people to get into the countryside and see it. Geocaching is 
basically a way to take a handheld GPS device, similar to what you would find in your car, except instead of showing uh, the streets, it's going to show more of the train. People can go online and get GPS coordinates, put them in this GPS device, and they can go outside, typically into the, the woods somewhere, and they'll look for hidden containers called caches. And so what we did with our uh, the Great Lakes Seaway Trail Geo Trail is we hid 75 of these uh, containers, which are actually uh, surplus military ammo cans, mm-hmm. all along the Great Lakes Seaway Trail, uh, and people can go out and find these. And if they find a certain number, they can uh, earn a collectible geocoin. And so we have uh, basically, since the Seaway Trail is quite long, it's 518 miles, we divided it up into five regions. Within each of the regions, there's 15 caches hidden, so someone just needs to find 10 oh, wow. of the 15 in each region, and they can collect one of these uh, geocoins. We have one for each of the the five regions, and on the the one side it has the Seaway Trail logo, and on the other side it has a kind of a... you know, a, a site that you would see along the Seaway yeah, Trail, so yeah. like the Niagara Falls or Fort Ontario or sure. so forth. Now, Kurt, am I under, I'm running, understanding it, that there's a passport that people pick up to start this process. Am I right on that? We call it a logbook, but people yeah, need to pick it up before they start because the way to prove that they found the necessary number of uh, caches is they have this logbook punch. So when they find right. one of the caches inside, there'll be a uniquely shaped punch. They just punch the number that corresponds with that cache. And then once they find the right number, they bring it into one of the redemption points. The logbook will be validated, and then they can get their coin. There was a lot of hope that this would help to bring tourists into the area and really not just you know bring them, as I say, drive by, but really get them into the area. How has that progressed for you folks? It's been a very successful program for us. It's brought lots of uh, new people into the area. And like you said, you know, people aren't just driving by. They're getting out. Yeah. Uh, they're, you know, going on these little hikes to find these geocaches. And, you know, while they're doing that, they're stopping at our restaurants, stopping at our stores, uh, spending the night at the hotels. You know, they're uh, making an economic impact here. So, you know, it's been a very successful program uh, in that regard for us. And, you know, it's neat because since all these people have to come in, to get their coins, we've actually been giving them a survey so that we can track the effectiveness uh-huh. of the program and see how many people have come in to do it. And so it's neat to see uh, both what the actual economic impact is, what we can get from that survey, but also where people are coming from. You know, they're coming from all across the country, uh, from Canada, and even from uh, you know farther away. We've had a couple from Australia, and uh, just recently we heard from a, a, a British family who had made plans to come to the states. And uh, you know, they called us. They said, "Oh yeah, we we made plans. We were going to come to New York City and uh, Boston." But my son found out about your geo trail so we're gonna you know we're flying into new york we're coming right up to do the great lake seaway trail geo trail so you know it's been a real draw for people that will really travel to to do geocaching specifically i I love the now they won't take offense well the the war of 1812 happened to be against their ancestors no (laughs) my understanding is largely that the british have have forgotten about the war of 1812 it was kind of a, a distraction for them when they were fighting Napoleon. So, I think so. so they I don't think worry so. about it too much. They might not have even remembered that it happened, to be very honest with you, but it was certainly exactly. significant for America. Now, uh, let's talk about your headquarters for the Great Lakes Seaway Trail. Uh, where is that located? So, about Because that's kind of the hub of the activity along the Seaway Trail. Absolutely. Uh, our headquarters is located in Tacket Harbor, New York, which is on the eastern shores of Lake Ontario, kind of near the city of Watertown. Uh, the location is in the Seaway Trail Discovery Center, which is a historic uh, building that was constructed around 1817 as the Union Hotel. And uh, for those people that may not know, Sackett's Harbor was the U.S. Naval headquarters during the War of 1812. So uh, 
you know, during the war and after the war, there was quite a bit of activity there. So there's a lot of historic buildings, and the building that we're located in is one of those. And uh, we have transformed it into the Seaway Trail Discovery Center, and it has uh, exhibits that basically give a, uh, a snapshot mini tour of the Great Lakes Seaway Trail. So, we, you know, people can come in. They can learn about all the different things that, that there are to see along the Great Lakes Seaway Trail there. We're talking with Kurt uh, Schumacher, who is the uh, Director of Business Relations for the Great Lakes uh, Seaway Trail. Kurt, when I talked with Teresa before, one of the questions I had was, I said, are other areas of the country catching on to this, this whole concept of the Volksmarching where it's healthy, you get people out, they get to really get involved in communities rather than just kind of flying by them? Yeah, you know, there's lots of things that, that are picking up. You know, the Volksmarching actually started in Europe, so it's kind of spread over here, and it has become more popular. So, you know, other communities are getting into that, and, and geocaching, like we talked about, has also right. been very popular. And, you know, a lot of uh, other organizations and regions are looking at, you know, successes that we've had with our geo trail and, and, you know, saying, well, that would be good for our region as well. So, you know, projects like that and, and you know, unique interests that people are willing to travel for have really been starting to uh, become more popular. Kurt, I, I know that this will uh, we'll be posting this podcast, our conversation, maybe after some of these events that happen, but what will be some of the key events around the celebration of the War of 1812 or the remembrance of that bicentennial? There's actually quite a few events. Like I mentioned, our folks' marches that we're doing are specifically uh, themed around the War of 1812. There's a series of uh, peace gardens that are being dedicated all along the Great Lakes Seaway Trail to commemorate the peace that we have with, with our neighbors to the north in Canada. Uh, there's uh, lots of events, especially at, at the fort. So at Old Fort Niagara, there are several events. Uh, just this past weekend, they did a, a declaration of war weekend, and there's other events with reenactors and stuff, and also at Fort Ontario uh, in Oswego. And then there's going to be things down in uh, Erie where they have the Brig Niagara, which is one of the uh, last remaining ships That's from right. the War of 1812. Right. So, you know, there's quite a few things uh, going on around the war. And if, you know, people are interested, they can go to seawaytrail.com slash 1812, and we have a, a list of all the events that are, are going on there Excellent. for the, the coming year and the years ahead. Excellent. As you look forward to the future, Kurt, uh, what kind of things do you folks envision jumping off from this down the road for the Great Lakes Seaway Trail? Well, you know, even these projects, the, the Volks marches, we'd like to expand that to do additional walks, maybe around uh, other themes than just the War of 1812. We've talked about doing, uh, you know, more geocaches around specific themes. Uh, so, you know, there's lots of uh, possibilities for us. You know, we've typically focused around these uh, theme-based activities. So even before this, we had done projects to commemorate the French and Indian Wars 250th anniversary, which That's was right. just a few years ago. Right. Uh, we've done projects to, projects to attract birders to the Great Lakes Seaway Trail. So this idea of uh, theme-based uh, marketing and projects that will bring people here has been very successful for us. So we, you know, will look to, to other ways that we can bring in uh, people that have specific interests that are going right. to travel and, and do something like the Great Lakes Seaway Trail, which would be really enjoyable for them. Well, on behalf of the folks here at American Road Magazine, I want to my hats off to you and for just the, the incredibly creative way that you've gotten people involved in your community and, and really enjoying um, you know, getting off the expressways and enjoying the real richness of the area. So my hats off to you. Hope it's something that catches on and a great deal of success to you and all the other folks at the Great Lakes Seaway Trail. Thank you very much. If you enjoy these podcasts, then I know that you're going to love the digital edition of our magazine.
Just go to AmericanRoadMagazine.com and click on the Preview Our Magazine icon. You'll get a sample of the digital layout of the magazine and an opportunity to sign up for electronic delivery of our next issues. While you're on the homepage, check out the blogs, trip suggestions, special deals, sweepstakes, and a whole lot more. You can even friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Till we meet again on the American Road for another trip talk, I'm your host, Foster Brown. Reminding you that the joy is in the journey.